Hey guys, welcome to my Faith and Fertility podcast. And I am just a woman with PCOS and endometriosis praying to conceive. Welcome back. Uh, this is episode two. Um, it was a little while. There's a little gap between episode one and episode two. Um, but I'm so excited to be recording this. So today I want to talk about how I got diagnosed with PCOS and endometriosis um, and fast forward to today. So I am 32. Um, I, I forget the age I was actually formally diagnosed, um, but I was diagnosed in my early 20s, um, which is um, sometimes I hear from women that it takes them a long time to uh, get the actual PCOS or endometriosis diagnoses. Anyway, so I came to my doctor's um, in my early 20s, so I'm in college, um, because I had the symptoms of facial hair, and that was really the reason why I was there. I really wanted to um, get some help with that. As a woman, it is just not pretty. It's not feminine to have hair um, growing from your your chin. And I also remember, so this diet, so having uh, facial hair was something that I did have in high school. Um, I just remember my mom, I remember laying in my mom's uh, lap and she would just pluck (laughs) the hair um, from my chin and uh, I guess back then it was just something that I just did, you know. Um, I didn't shave back then. Um, But anyway, so fast forward to um, going to the gynecologist, I was telling her, um, I remember her asking me some questions about my um, period and the reason why I knew to go to the gynecologist um, was I think my sister told me like you probably have PCOS or hormonal disorder and that's why I went to my gynecologist um, and uh, she asked uh, asked about my period and at that point it, it was irregular it, it's been irregular um, since high school and so with those two um, it's pretty clear I had PCOS. Um, there is a, um, there is like a formula, if you will, um, to see if you have PCOS, and you just need to have two of the three to have PCOS. So it's irregular or absent periods, um, some type of clinical or um, clinical or your blood work show that you have high testosterone, high androgen. Um, for me. It was the, you can tell I had high testosterone because of my facial hair. Um, Ironically, at the time when I did get my lab work done, my testosterone levels were fine. Um, And I always just thought that was so interesting, but I know why it was fine now. Um, And the third one, oh crap, I always mess this up. So, no... Oh, and then the third one was cyst on the ovaries. Okay, so I did have an ultrasound to see if I did have cyst on the ovaries, and I did. So I had three of the three. You just need two of the three to be diagnosed with PCOS. I had three of the three. Um, so when I got those results back, she was saying that, um, yep, I definitely had PCOS. She prescribed me birth control. Um, I would take it on the first day of my period. <laughs> Which is so funny because I never got a period, so I never got to take it. Um, and also, I don't remember what happened. I don't know what is in my medical record, but I remember um, she wanted to have some type of outpatient outpatient surgery, and I think it was to remove the cyst in my ovaries. 
um and so i did have that procedure and that would have should have helped with my facial hair as well okay so i get the procedure done um i'm locked out it's, you know it's it's i'm asleep it's, it's one of those type of procedures um and oh oh crap it's the l word um liposcopy oh god i didn't say it right um anyway so pretty much the um procedure um they cut a little they cut me in my belly a little bit and they put a um like oh my god i'm not talking well you guys um they put like a little microphone through my belly button and just to see how my ovaries are looking and clean up my ovaries whatever so after that procedure was done they also said hey you also have endometriosis um and some of the symptoms of having endometriosis is painful period like super painful period maybe some digestive digestive problems and um and I never really associated um, having painful periods, and it could be because I just did not have a period. Um, anyway, so that's when I got formally diagnosed with PCOS and endometriosis. And once she told me I had endometriosis, she said, I know I gave you birth control, but do not take it. That's going to make things worse. Um, so I was so happy she said that. Um, so I never taken birth control my entire life. Um, if you're listening to this and you have PCOS or some type of hormonal uh, imbalance or because you're a woman, you're, you probably have taken birth control. Um, but when I know about my conditions and birth control, I'm really happy that i never taken birth control before. Um, and she also told me um, that if I, when I was ready to get pregnant, I can go back to her and I can get pregnant. Um, and obviously I'm in my early twenties. Um, I'm in college. I, I'm in a serious dating relationship, but like babies was not my goal at the moment. So I was just like, all right, bet I'm going to manage my PCOS. At that time, I realized that it was similar to diabetes. So I was pretty much following a diabetic, uh, diet and I was losing weight. Um, but that quickly fell off. Um, and, uh, I just was gaining weight. Um, and I'm gonna fast forward a bit. Um, and this is a lot of bit actually, because the point of this is just talking about how I got diagnosed with PCOS and endometriosis. But just with the white, the weight gain in 2017, I got married. Within a one year of marriage, I gained 40 pounds. Wow, crazy. Um, so one of the symptoms of having PCOS is it's super easy for us to gain weight super hard uh, for us to lose it so yeah that's how i got diagnosed with pcos um i really did not get any um, natural strategies or recommendations uh a doctor told me to shave instead of plucking because shaving um because plucking can talk can cause irritation and i am light skin or fair skin or whatever you want to however you see fit uh, i'm a black woman and so my hair is dark, it's coarse. Um, and so if I, when I do plug or when I did plug, I did get a lot of irritation. I used, to, I had like a lot of bumps, and I think that's, I don't have a picture, but I think that's the one of the reasons why I really wanted to treat the um, facial hair because it, I just had so many ingrowns, and that it just was not pretty. 
um, and I just didn't feel good about myself. But around that time, I just decided to get laser hair removal. Um, and that worked. Um, it was expensive, but it worked. It did get rid of my hair. Um, but you guys, that only treats the symptom of facial hair. It does not treat the root cause of facial hair. Um, so the hair grew back. I still I have facial hair to this day. So that's fast forward. <laughs> um, you know, close to a decade later, I still have facial hair because I did not treat the root cause of PCOS. And to kind of get back to uh, why now I'm not surprised that my uh, testosterone levels were um, in a normal range back then. Um, so when it comes to insulin and testosterone, what happens is our ovaries have insulin receptors on there. Um, and so when, so women with PCOS, so insulin is, is a root cause of PCOS. So when our ovaries is bombarded with so much insulin, um, that tells the sex hormone binding globulin, um, well, it, it, it decreases the sex hormone binding globulin. Um, that um, hormone is so important because that hormone is like the escort to testosterone. So um, let's say I have, this is not uh, accurate information at all, but let's say I have 10 um, cells of testosterone, um, but because of my high insulin, because the sex hormone binding globulin is not being produced, now I only have three sex hormone globulins, right? Um, so those three cells can only escort uh, three other testosterones to tell it where to go. Those remaining seven are going to where it wants to go. And so for me, um, I do have facial hair, so I guess it goes to um, those facial my face facial hair receptors um but all other um symptoms related to high testosterone is acne around the jawline um hair loss and having like a beer belly um so for me um and and you, and you guys know this like you guys see men it's like that um you know stereotypical thing like men drink so much beer they have beer bellies right so i have a beer belly um and i hate it <laughs> Um, this is, you know, on topic, off topic, and I hate it, uh, because I'm a woman, and I sometimes, in my opinion, oftentimes, but sometimes I look pregnant, um, and I don't like that. So, yeah, so that's the role of testosterone, and, um, so why women with PCOS can have normal amounts of testosterone, but still have, um, androgen or male-like, um, symptoms is because it's not that we have too much is that we we have too little of the sex hormone binding globulin, and again they they are the escorts to testosterone to tell it where to go. Um, so yeah, so that's my story. That's how I got diagnosed with PCOS. Um, I know some women who their story is similar that they got diagnosed pretty quickly. Um, other women who it took them much longer, and they're still in the process of getting diagnosed with PCOS or endometriosis. Um, I know with endometriosis, it usually it takes women much much longer to get diagnosed because, um, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, diagnosis you need surgery. Um, that I mentioned earlier to get diagnosed with it. While with PCOS, um, the most invasive thing would be that ultrasound, I believe, um, to see if you have cysts on the ovaries. 
Alright, so that's my story. Um, it's raining over here now. I wonder if you guys can hear the rain and get my window. I can hear the rain. Alright, that was wild. Anyway, so thank you guys for listening to episode two of my podcast. Um, I'm gonna end this uh with a prayer um because my podcast is called Faith and Fertility. And y'all listen, I am a woman of trouble to conceive. Um and so a quick update. Um again, 32. I have a one and a half year old baby girl and uh, we are working on getting pregnant. Um and and we've been working uh, we've been working on getting pregnant. Oh, I don't know. Uh, this is so hard. So I can say for my first pregnancy, it really took us two years um, to get pregnant. This time around, I'm, I've really been working on my health um, so I can get cycles, so I can ovulate to get pregnant. Um, so I'm going to say we have been working to get pregnant, but not like, um, okay, going to the fertility clinics or like, all right, babe, I'm ovulating. Like, let's actually try. Um, I haven't had a, a natural um ovulation any ovulation medically or natural um so no ovulation so yeah i can say we're trying but not really trying at the same time um maybe if you're in a pcos world that makes sense to you (laughs) if if you're not then you're like girl what 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 is you talking about baby um anyways so that's where we are i'm still working on um trying to get my ovulation naturally um and this is what I keep telling myself. If um, insulin is a root cause of PCOS, um, too much insulin is what is causing my hormones to be off. I need to lower insulin. And I have a bunch of tips. And follow me on Instagram at Mary Cherry, um, M-E-R-R-I-C-H-E-R-R-I. I talk about some tips and ways to lower insulin. But y'all, it is hard. Um, if you are used to eating a certain way, um, knowing how to eat and actually doing it is like two different things. Um, so yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. Um, and let me know if you guys have any questions or whatever. Um, thank you guys for listening. We're gonna close out in a prayer, and I don't have anything specific, um, or I didn't I didn't come up with anything, so it's gonna be on the fly. Um, so let's do this. So Heavenly Father, we come to you, God. We come to you with open arms and open eyes. Open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears, God. God, we're coming to you because we know who you are. Um, even though we may be losing faith and losing hope, and we know who you are. You are the great physician. You are the Prince of Peace. You are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, God. Um, God, you can um, make something small turn into a miracle. Um, you can uh, you turn water into wine, God. You turn a lunchbox into a buffet. God, you can turn a dead situation alive. You resurrected uh, Jesus. He was dead. Um, but three days later, he rose again, God. So we know that you can do it, God. Uh, and and because you haven't done it yet, you haven't gotten us pregnant um, we're, and uh, stay pregnant and have a healthy delivery. Not because you can't, um, because you have something working in us that we uh, we need to... God, help us to, to, to realize what you are working in us, God. Again, there's a reason why we're not pregnant. Reveal to us why we're not pregnant. Um, is it because our relationships, um, our eating patterns, um, the timing is just not right? You're trying to build patience and discipline in us, God. Um, show us what we should be doing during this time as we are waiting 
um, patiently waiting. We're not just in the in the waiting room, like at a doctor's office waiting, but we are actively waiting. We are moving, and we are um, we are moving and orchestrating and tapping into um, our gifts and our skills, God. So I just ask you to reveal to us what we should be doing during this season and we trust you God and we love you and even in the in the times that we don't trust um and we are losing hope God I know that you can help us to restore that hope uh restore that trust um replace that fear with encouragement and hope, Lord God, I praise your perfect name, Lord God. I say thank you, God. And I'm praying in your perfect name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. All right, God, you guys um, have a great day. Um, my goal is to post podcast episodes once a week. I haven't found the sweet spot to which day of the week it will be. Uh, but once a week, um, I'll be dropping another episode. So look forward to another episode next week. Again, thank you guys for joining me. I will hear from you guys. I will see you guys in the ne- next episode. Bye.